Welcome to Bible Believing Bible Studies. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Right Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. Thank you so very much for taking the time with me today to uh, hear this message that I have for you, and I pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you, and pray that it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. All right, so uh, what I'm going to do today is uh, I'm going to uh, teach a little bit on in the beginning, right? In the beginning. And so we're going to go uh, through the first 13 verses of Genesis chapter 1. Okay? So please go with me to Genesis chapter 1, and we will read verses 1 to 13. Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 13. Starting in verse 1, the King James Bible says this. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Verse 6, And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. God called the firm heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. Verse 9, And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together the waters called he seas, and God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit, after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind, and God saw that it was good. And then verse 13, And the evening and the morning were the third day. So many folks, um, they do not believe uh, in God. They do not believe that he exists. Uh, they do not believe that, that he created all things uh, but Genesis 1 1 says in the beginning God in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth but yet many want to believe the Big Bang theory and right? that all these all these particles come together and and, and uh, all this and, and and they caused the Big Bang and then the universe and the earth and all that were were made that way but that is entirely false because the Bible says in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth alright so um, let's examine those uh, those verses 1 to 13 but before I do 
let me give you a background of the book of Genesis. Genesis is part of the Pentateuch. Okay, these are the first five books of the Bible, and they include Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Okay, and then uh, Genesis is the book of beginnings, right? In the beginning, God. Um, the writer of Genesis is Moses. The author is God. 2 Timothy 3.16. Scripture is given by inspiration of God, right? Uh, then uh, Genesis has 1,533 verses. 38,267 words and 1,156 verses begin with the word and. That's that's significant there, and, the word and there, and all those verses. Uh, Genesis covers the first 2,000 years of human history. Genesis starts in a garden and ends in a coffin. So we know that something bad happened okay uh, and then lastly uh, only Philemon and three John in the New Testament have no references to the book of Genesis okay so number one God created the heaven and the earth Genesis 1 1 in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth so God created denies atheism. All right? And you know people say I'm an atheist. You know, I don't believe in God. I don't believe God exists. Right? But I will show you in Romans chapter 1 that atheism is false. There is no atheist. Okay? So go to Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. And um, let's read verses 17 to 22. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. So God has written his laws on every man's heart. Okay, so they know he exists. Okay, verse 20. Uh, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. You see that? So, you know, I I remember, uh, you know, back in, in uh, 2009 to 2011, uh, I was working as an armed security guard. You know, and um, I was working a midnight shift, graveyard shift. And, and uh, they put me as a rover one night. And, uh, and so part of my job 
was to uh, travel around uh, to these um, outlying airfields, you know, and uh, check the buildings, make sure doors are locked and things like that. And so, so it was like, you know, these areas are like in wide open areas, you know, and so it was the middle of the night, you know, you could look up in the sky, the night sky and see the stars, the moon, all that stuff. And, and, and you just know, just know that God created all things. Amen. And so God singular. Amen. Look at Mark 13. Mark 13. Mark 13, verse 19. For in those days shall uh, be affliction, such as was not from the beginning of the creation, which God created unto this time, neither shall be. So there again, God created. All right, now, in that first verse, the first sentence it has all the elements of science. Okay, look look at uh, verse 1 again. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So, you have beginning. That's time. And then you have heaven, right? Space. But you're going to see later on that God creates a three-tier heaven. Okay, you see there it's singular, right? So there's only one heaven there, God's dwelling place. But later on, he's going to create a three-tier heaven. Okay, uh, and then you have created, which is motion. Okay, and then you have earth, matter. And then you have God created, that's energy. All right, so now, heaven. Heaven shows that God is separate from his creation. You know, there's so much, or, you know, people used to, I don't know if they still do or not, but people used to, you know, worship the sun and, and, and the host of heaven, as, as the Bible says, uh, you know, uh, God is in everything, you know, nature, you know, mother nature, you know, that kind of thing. But God is, God is separate from his creation. Okay. God is not heaven and heaven is not God. Kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God. They're separate. They're not the same. God is a spirit. Amen. Look at John 4.24. John 4.24. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So he's a spirit.
He's not heaven. He's not nature. So now at this time, there's only one heaven. As I mentioned, that's God's dwelling place. Okay. Um, also notice, heaven is singular, as I said, but the perversions of God's word, they will say heavens, plural. But at this time, there's only one heaven. Okay, and then the earth, the earth is a planet. You know, that round shape, mass of matter in time and space. The earth is part of a past, present, and future world. All right, look at Matthew 12. Matthew 12, 32. And whosoever speaketh the word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. Whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him. Neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Now look at Mark 10.30. Mark 10.30. But he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the world to come eternal life. See that? There was a past world. There is a world that is now. And there's a future world that is coming. Alright, now. So remember that earth is different from the world. Okay? The world is the evil social system. Um, it's people, it's cities, it's towns, kingdoms. Okay, that's the world. Okay, look at uh, 1 Samuel 2.8. 1 Samuel 2 verse 8. He raised up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. You see that? The world is upon the earth. The pillars of the earth. Okay, Job 37, 12. Job 37, verse 12. And it is turned round about by his counsels that they may do whatsoever he commanded them upon the face of the world in 
the earth. All right, Psalms 33, verse 8. Psalms 33, verse 8. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Amen. So now, between Genesis 1 1 and Genesis 1 2, there is a gap of time. And uh, this is the Genesis gap fact. Okay, it is not a theory. Okay, God formed the earth to be inhabited. Okay, and God does not create things that are without form and void. All right, Isaiah 45, 18. Isaiah 45:18 For thus said the Lord that created the heavens God himself that formed the earth and made it he hath established it he created it not in vain He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is none else. So, that gap of time, we don't know how much time is in that gap. But there are other gaps of time that are in the Bible and I will show you this. Look at Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61, verses 1 and 2. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. The Lord hath anointed me to preach, the, to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim, to proclaim to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them are bound. And then verse 2, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Okay? Now, the cross-reference for that is Luke 4. Luke 4. And um, let's read verses 18 to 20. And this is Christ speaking here. And he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. In verse 20, and he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. Okay, so notice, notice that uh, when Christ was reading there, 
uh, he stopped at to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He stopped there because that's his first advent, his first coming. And then over in Isaiah 61, if you continue on reading there, it's talking about vengeance. And then that is his second coming. All right, so there's a time gap there. And there's a time gap in between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2. Okay, so now let's go over to our text verses. And then let's go to point number two. The earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Okay, verse two in uh, Genesis chapter one. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Okay, so here we have the earth without form and void. It's empty, and it has no form. Why? Why was it like this? It's, it wasn't because it was a stage or process, you know, of God creating it. God spoke everything into existence. It's because something happened. God don't create anything void. Okay? So... God, God placed Lucifer, the most beautiful cherub. And by the way, cherubs are not angels. You know, angels have wings, cherubims do not. Okay, and uh, God placed uh, Lucifer in charge of the earth. Uh, the earth was Lucifer's stewardship. Okay, and that was until he become prideful and rebellious and he gave five I wills okay look at Isaiah 14 Isaiah 14 hold on a second let me get there Isaiah 14, verses 12 to 14. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Verse 14, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. And let's read 15 as well. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Okay, so those are five I wills. Okay, and five in the Bible is the number of death. Okay, and Satan, Satan has five letters. Okay, so where do you think 
that Lucifer was when he said, when he gave those five wills. There is no other place that he could be but on earth. I'll ascend above the heights of the clouds. See that? So, look at 22.8. Job 22, verse 8. But as for the mighty man, he had the earth, and the honorable man dwelt in it. So, could it be that the mighty man who had the earth was Lucifer, and the honorable man that dwelt in it was Adam? Right, so so uh, Lucifer gives five I wills. I I I I I I and then God judged the universe and the earth with a flood. Amen. And also with that flood come darkness. And darkness is never good. Look at Isaiah 9, 19. Isaiah 9, 19. Isaiah 9, 19 says... Through the wrath of the Lord of hosts is the land darkened, and the people shall be as the fuel of the fire. No man shall spare his brother. So darkness is associated with God's wrath. Alright. Now, Go to Second Peter chapter three. Second Peter chapter three. And uh, let's start in verse three and we will go to verse nine. Knowing this first that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lust. And saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. No, they haven't. Verse 5. For this they are willingly, they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God. The heavens were of old, the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was, being overflowed with water, perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. 
But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. Verse 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Okay? So, notice that the earth was standing in the water and out of the water. Okay? It was covered. It was covered with water. The universe covered with water. Alright? Now, Think about astronaut. Okay. What does astronaut mean? You know, you take astro, that means space. All right. And then what is water? All right. Like, you know, when, uh, when I was in the Navy, um, I was on, uh, stationed on three ships in, the, in, the, in my 20 year uh, career. You know, and um, we'd be out to sea, and uh, from the bridge they would get on the intercom, and they would say that, you know, something like, uh, you know, we are uh, fifty miles or fifty nautical miles from the nearest land. Water miles, nautical miles, water miles. Okay, you know, and. Um, you know, NASA, NASA has said that, you know, they, they have uh, found evidence of water on Mars. From the universal flood. All right. And, and this second Peter chapter three that you read there, those verses there, that is not Noah's flood. All right. So now, one of these days, one of these days, um, I would like to do a pretty in-depth uh, teaching, you know, uh, on the uh, the Genesis gap, um, the Genesis gap fact, you know. But um, you know, only if only if the uh, the Lord allows it. So, so please pray about that for me. All right. Now, point number three. God makes light. Genesis 1, verses 3 to 5. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light. That it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Alright, so so now uh, God turns on the work light. Okay, and, uh, and he begins to recreate the earth, the heaven and the earth. All right, so this light is not the light from the sun or the stars, the moon. This light 
is the light of God. Okay, and um, also God, no, notice that um, he divides the light from the darkness. Right? God is a divider. You know, and remember, we are to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. And then notice that the D and the N are capitalized in uh, in day and and night. That is to show that this is not a twenty-four hour period. Okay. That light is the light of God himself. Okay, and so he calls the light day and the darkness night. Okay, now, notice also that the evening and the morning were the first day. So why is evening first instead of morning? It is because in the in Jewish time, the Jewish day starts at 6 p.m. and it goes to 6 p.m. Right? Our evening starts at 6 p.m. Alright, now um let's go on to uh Number four, day two, God makes a firmament. Genesis 1, 6 to 8. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the water. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day. Alright, so God makes a firmament. This is where God makes a three-tier heaven. Okay, you have the first heaven, the sky, the atmosphere. This is where the birds fly. Okay, you see that Acts 1, verses 8 to 12, Job 35, verse 5. Okay, and then you have the second heaven, that space, you know, where the planets, the sun, the moon, the stars are at. And then you have the third heaven. That's where God dwells. You see that 2 Corinthians 12, verse 2. The second heaven you can find in Job 38, 29 verses. Uh, or Job 38, verses 29 to 33. Okay? So now there's three heavens. Okay? And then, in between, in between the second heaven and the third heaven where God dwells, there is a body of water. Because remember, God divided the waters from the waters, and now there's waters up above the firmament and waters below the firmament. Okay? So, uh, I'll show you heavens now. Uh, remember Genesis 1.1, in the beginning God created the heaven. Okay? Genesis 2.4. These are the generations of the heavens. And of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. 
All right, now, uh, so God divides the waters from the waters. Uh, now, firmament. What is the root of firmament? It's firm. So, that firmament is it's firm. Right? And what it does is it holds up that body of water that is up above the second heaven. Okay? That body of water that is up above the second heaven, that is called the deep. Okay? And uh, the face of it is frozen. Look at Job 38. Job 38. And let's start in verse 29. Of whose womb came the ice and the oary frost of heaven? Who hath uh, gendered it? The waters are hid as with a stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades, or lose the bands of Orion? Canst thou bring forth Maseroth in his season, or canst thou guide Octorus with his sons? Knowest thou, knowest thou, the ordinances of heaven, canst thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? So the face of the deep is frozen. It's like glass. So that is the crystal sea. It is like glass. That divides Time from eternity. Okay? Now, think about a mirror. You have the glass part where we can see our reflection. And then behind that, it's dark black. Okay? Now, with with the deep. The face of the deep is frozen. Right? That is like glass. The frozen part is like glass. And then below that is space. Space is dark. The Apostle Paul said, you know, we, we look through a glass darkly. Right? I don't know exactly where that's at. I can't think of it right now where it's at. But um, if you if you know, please uh, please let me know. All right. So so now you you got the the three the three heavens. Okay. Uh, then the firmament also is where Satan and his fallen angels dwell. You know, that is why, you know, uh, God does not say, you know, when he made the firmament, God does not say that it was good. Look at Ephesians 6, 10 to 12. Ephesians 6, 10 to 12. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. 
put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. Now, look at Psalm 74. Psalm 74. And let's read verses 13 and 14. Thou didst divide the sea by thy strength. Thou breakest the heads of the dragons in, where? In the waters. Verse 14, thou breakest the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gavest him to be meat for the people inhabiting the wilderness. Isaiah 24. Isaiah 24. Verse 21. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall punish the hosts of the high ones that are on high and the kings of the earth upon the earth. You see that? Now go to Isaiah 27 verse 1. In that day the Lord with his sore, sore and great and strong sword shall punish Leviathan, the piercing serpent, even Leviathan, that crooked serpent, and he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea. Now, that's not that's not a hippopotamus or anything like that, right? That's that's Satan. Okay. Now, the evening and the morning were the second day now let's go to day three god makes dry land and plants genesis 1 9 to 13 genesis 1 9 to 13 and god said let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear and it was so and God called the dry land earth, and gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass and herb yielding seed after the fruit, tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind, and a tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. In verse 13, And the evening and the morning were the third day. Okay, so God makes the dry land and the earth, uh, the waters he calls seas. And he saw the land and waters that it was good. Now, sea. You have the crystal sea up above the second heaven. You have the seas here on this earth. And so remember that Things on this earth are a representative of things in heaven. But that body of water up above the second heaven, that is far, far larger than the sea down here on this earth. 
so so he has all all these uh the the fruit and and plants and everything that that um were to be food right for adam and eve okay after they are made okay and god sees that it was good the evening and the morning were the third day all right so that is the first 13 uh, verses of Genesis chapter 1 uh, pray that um, this uh, message this teaching here uh, was a blessing to you uh, pray that that it helped you uh, and um, pray that you enjoyed it and um, so I will go ahead and uh, and I will stop here and um, I hope that uh, y'all can join me again in the, in the future all right so uh please uh please pray uh, for me my family uh brother landon and uh and his family our ministries amen all right thank you so very much until next time god bless you mm -hmm.